Welcome to the awesome pod makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today I'll be talking about Marvel Studios What If Season 2 Episode 1. To quote Guillermo del Toro, animation is cinema. This episode's title is What If Nebula Joined the Nova Corps? The episode is written by Matthew Chauncey and directed by Steven Frank. The episode begins with the sound of raindrops over the night skyline of a dystopian place. It is highly influenced by 1982 Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. The camera cranes down to show the city up close. We hear Nebula's voiceover. Welcome to Xandar, a place where everybody's luck eventually runs out. I thought Xandar was this bright and sunny place with three suns. What happened here? We see Yondu's body with a gunshot wound. You can see the smoke coming from the gunshot wound. It's fresh. He's been recently shot. Nebula's voiceover continues. Even Yondu's. She's referring to Yondu's luck running out. We see a figure walking toward Yondu's dead body with Nova Corps sigil of three suns. We see the feet approaching Yondu's dead body. Nebula's voiceover continues. Someone did this to him, but the question is who? Garson descends from above along with his team. He dismisses Nebula by calling her black order trash. He's also dismissive of Yondu's death and says a career criminal got what was coming for him. Garson just wants the crime scene scrubbed and wrapped up in an hour. I thought the Nova Corps were the law-abiding good guys. What happened to them? Oh, what if happened to them? Nebula is not happy with Garson's behavior. Garson asks, "Is there a problem?" Nebula responds, "This is Xandar. All we got are problems." The title sequence begins. When I read Jude Law's name in the credits, I realized we are going to get Yon Drog in the episode. He's a Kree Empire commander and leader of Star Force. There was also Taika Waititi's name, so I realized we are going to get Korg. And Seth Green's name means Howard the Duck. We hear the Watcher's voiceover. All quests for redemption begin in darkness, and Nebula's was no different. I wanted to understand the intent behind the story. It's about redemption and finding the light. I'm a fan of Matthew Chauncey's writing. Nebula is seen floating in space. The Watcher's voiceover continues. In this universe, Ronan the Accuser betrayed Thanos. The Mad Titan's thirst for power has met its match, and in his fall, he took Nebula's sister along with him. Nebula's voiceover overlaps with that of the Watcher. Sister along with him I was lost adrift in the ruins of my past until someone saw the light in me a light shines on nebula and she is beamed up nebula's voiceover continues with compassion and kindness nova prime gave me a way forward i swore the nova core oath all say in unison seek the light be the light never stray from its path Nebula's voiceover says, "Little did I know our darkest days still lay ahead when the man who destroyed my first home came gunning for my new one." 
Ronan and his forces attacked bringing Xandar to the verge of destruction. Out of options, Nova Prime made a desperate call. They fired up the shield generator, locking Xandar behind an impenetrable planetary shield. The shield was designed to last for 50 years. This brought about absolute darkness in Xandar. Five years in bought out the worst in all of them. But Nebula took an oath to seek the light and be the light. So she'll do everything in her power to fix this situation. The makers have not mentioned the year, so I'm guessing it started around 2014 and five years later, it's 2019. Nebula waits for Garthen and his men to leave. She goes back to the crime scene looking for Yondu's arrow. She mentions having a past with Yondu and some memories. When she replays those memories, Yondu's whistle helps the arrow reach her. The moment she catches the arrow and walks away, it lights up and projects. Nebula is surprised to see the kind of trouble Yondu got himself into. Nova Prime calls Nebula and asks her to switch to a secure line. The light changes from blue to red. If this isn't a visual clue of danger or that this Nova Prime lady is a bad person in the story, I don't know what is. Nova Prime informs that Yondu was involved with some dark forces on the rise and they only have until dawn to save Xandar. Nebula thinks Yondu gave his life to save whatever was on the arrow. Nova Prime wants Nebula to use any means necessary to save Xandar. Nebula promises to not let Nova Prime down. Nebula goes to a bar to investigate. Groot can be seen playing craps in the casino. Craps is a dice game in which players bet on the outcomes of the roll of a pair of dice. Players can wager money against each other. Meek is slicing up fish with his blade hands. Drax loses a game over the slot machine and destroys it. Nebula inquires with Korg about the big man. Korg informs that he's at the high roller's table. Howard the Duck is surprised to see Nebula inquiring about what's on Yondu's arrow. Howard the Duck doesn't know. Korg walks in to clear the plates. Howard the Duck thinks only a freak would know about this. Right on cue, Korg informs that it's an old city-wide mainframe core, Unit B-42. Howard the Duck wonders how Korg knows about this. Korg informs he knows a lot of stuff. He's not just a pretty face. Nebula further inquires what's all in this data core. Korg says, quite the hodgepodge actually. Sanitation department metadata of unpaid parking tickets, rush hour statistics, source code for the shield generator, and even an actual kitchen sink. Nebula deduces that somebody might be trying to take down the planetary shield. Korg asks, why would anyone want to do that? So in this scenario, Korg is asking the questions the audience would ask. The answer, invasion of course. Nebula needs to get to the mainframe and destroy those codes before they get out. Korg and Howard the Duck inform Nebula that it's so dangerous that she might end up dead. Nebula is determined to get to the bottom of this. The scene transitions from Nebula's close-up in the casino to Nebula's close-up in the car. She's looking up for info on Yondrog. He has a rep for breaching high-end security. He's someone who's infiltrated the Zendarian system before. Nebula arrives at the prison for X-2357. She is informed that the correctional facility could be hazardous. She needs to waive off all rights and liabilities and be responsible for whatever happens next. 
Yondrog breached Zendarian security once and Nebula arrested him. Now she breaks him out. In that attempt, she starts a prison riot just like the Guardians did at the Killen prison in the first Guardian movie. Nebula brings Yondrog to a place from where they can infiltrate the mainframe. Yondrog has his shortcuts to get to the said place. As Nebula approaches the mainframe, steps appear for her to get closer. Yondrog comments, No access ports, no disk drives, no control panels. Nebula touches the mainframe and it addresses her as an Omega-class cybernetic organism. The mainframe approves its compatibility. Ports appear from the mainframe and attach themselves to Nebula's head. The connection sequence is initiated. Nebula downloads the source code and instructs to delete the source file. Yondrog turns on Nebula and attaches a flash drive to retrieve the download. Yondrog exclaims, it was too easy. Because he believes he won, he divulges that Ronin has big plans for Xandar. The place fills up with water. Nebula goes underwater and tries to remove the ports attached to her. She swims toward the door after Yondrog but the door closes. Nebula manages to find a way out through the tunnel and the mainframe explodes. Nebula is washed up toward an outlet of the tunnel. Nova Prime walks up to Nebula. We realize Nova Prime and Yondrog were in cahoots. Nova Prime says, I knew the blast won't kill her. She's always been a survivor. Yondrog hands over the flash drive to Nova Prime. Nebula puts two and two together and realizes Nova Prime wants to start an invasion. Ronan promised Nova Prime that she would be in charge if she cooperates. Nova Prime has been using Nebula this whole time. Nova Prime orders her men to kill Nebula, so all of them are corrupt. They beat Nebula mercilessly until she hits them back and runs to fall off the edge. They think nothing can survive that. A beaten-down Nebula walks amongst the Zendarian protesters. Korg, Groot and Mika playing rock-paper-scissors. Korg is made of rocks, Groot is a tree that can make paper and Meek has blades for hands. It's super funny. Korg signs open palm down which is paper and argues it's uncuttable paper because it's made of rocks. Nebula cracks open the bar door and enters. Everyone reacts. Howard the Duck inquires if Nebula is okay. Nebula claims she is okay but she drops to the ground unconscious. Howard the Duck and everyone else helps fix Nebula. Howard the Duck and his team are reluctant to help Nebula with a military-grade weapon. Nebula informs that Nova Prime is helping Ronan launch an invasion and they'll take away Howard the Duck's liquor license. Howard the Duck says, Rock, paper, scissors, strap up. Military-grade weapons are hidden in the casino. Everybody gets one. Nebula sports Yondu's fin and jacket and summons the arrow. Howard the Duck is sporting a Rambo bandana. We get a hero's assembled shot. Korg says, what? We look cool. Nebula and their team attack the Nova headquarters. Groot uses the same move from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 when they boarded Ronin's ship. Nova Prime opens up the shield for Ronin. Nebula closes the shield and that sets Ronin's ship ablaze. Nebula reveals that she suspected Nova Prime the moment she said she wanted the case solved by any means necessary. That's why Nebula put up an act to triple-cross them.
A free-for-all fight ensues. Corp kinda Hulk smashes both Yon Rog and Carson. Nova Prime tries to escape but Nebula catches up to her. Nova Prime blames Nebula for ruining everything. Nebula still shows mercy but in an attempt to shoot Nebula, Nova Prime falls off the edge. The shield opens and the light is let in. The Watcher's voiceover says, Most quests for redemption begin in darkness. But with a little grit, a little faith in yourself, if you keep the path, you can find your way to the light. I think the Watcher's voiceover surmises the intent of this episode. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.